We're going to keep it aces with the TV side. My compadre, Carolyn Peck, also doing the national broadcast, actually doing the studio work. But the studio actually happens to be here on the set here at the Barclays Center. And always great to see you, my dear. Good to see you, too. Let's get you cranked up again here. So there we go. We got. Can Can you hear me now? I can hear. Let's try. Okay. Let, let me give you this introduction again. The one and only <laughs> Carolyn Peck joins me. Hey TC, can I get a boom shaka laka laka boom? <laughs> yes, you can. Do you want it? Well, you want me to save it for later? Save it for later. Yeah, save we, it for yeah, later. Yeah. How many boom shaka lakas can we get tonight? We're going to need several. The oh, aces no. <laughs> are going to have to, but they were they were coming very freely. I can imagine in game one and two, not so much in game three yeah, so if they yeah. can get back to that way they played in the first two games especially moving the basketball they reverted back to some bad habits right. in game three but those are all fixable things moving the basketball is when aces basketball is at its best you got that right all right from your perspective okay as we know our aces fans uh see you krista blanca doing the tv side and of course you do all the a lot of the espn stuff in studio as well too so you're here Basically, representing and and look and working for ESPN. How talk about the change and the difference from now keeping it that national perspective and not that Homer mentality. Not that you do, but as as local broadcasters and you're doing a lot of you know the Aces games. Talk about that and then just doing the studio here. Well, it, it's not really hard uh, when you get to. Uh, plan for the finals and sitting now in the seat as an analyst for the countdown. Mm. It is purely based on analysis. Uh, not, I'm not a fan when it comes to doing my job, when it comes to analyzing, uh, the adjustments of what each coach is going to make, what players are playing well, which players need to step up and do better. That's where I just have a coaching a- analyst hat on and it's not pro aces. It's not pro. Liberty, it's, it is pro WNBA and what can I do to help the folks at home understand what's going to happen on the court? Television ratings, uh, just monstrous, uh, set a record for the first three games as far as most viewers and ratings. I mean, talk a little bit about the growth of this league because you have been around it for many, many years. I was sitting up at game three here at Barclays and I was looking all the way up to the upper tier that normally in the regular season is draped off and it's open it's full of play it's full of full of people and fans and i thought back to when i was coaching in 99 uh with the orlando miracle right. at times we had to give seats away give tickets away <laughs> to get butts in the seats to make the arenas look full yeah hey there were no comps yeah. given at barclay on right. sunday everybody that came in had to purchase a ticket mm-hmm. and so that just tells you the demand that there is now for women's basketball and that this league and these women have done a terrific job to help fans understand this is a this needs to be the place to be in watching women's basketball it's a professional sport that's worth paying for absolutely and you talk about just in matter of like three weeks time you have 17,143 here uh, at the Barclay Center and we had over 17,000 at T-Mobile Arena Mm -hmm. for an Aces playoff game as well too and just you know kind of unheard of we've never seen these type of crowds before but just goes to show you like I said the fan bases of these two teams but then also from the national perspective and you know better than anybody I mean isn't isn't this league great or any sport great when you have this type of, of environment and especially in New York City 
I mean, heck, the, you know, the Knicks wish they could have the su- success of the Liberty have, <laughs> right? right? Isn't that the truth? Yeah. yeah, they need to check the recipe of what the Liberty have and <laughs> what they have brought to Brooklyn because yeah. it is, uh, it's the hottest ticket in town. You look at the celebrities that were here. Yeah. The celebrities that were in Las oh. Vegas, yeah. uh, the President Nikki Farkas told me she had some celebs she had to say no to because <laughs> there just weren't any seats left. Yeah. I mean, that's where this is, you know, it is, it is. Fun, entertaining, and you see great basketball. Yeah. Well, they were dropping, uh, you know, they need to drop your name if they want to get in. That's what they need. Uh, I, I got no tickets. <laughs> I, this credential around my neck is the only thing that's getting me in the building. All right. It was dreadful to see what happened with Chelsea Gray on Sunday with about four and a half minutes left. Give mm. me from your perspective on what you saw. You know, she was defending Brianna Stewart, and from what I didn't see was – I didn't see a turn, you know, an ankle turn. I mean, it it was very hard to predict what actually the problem was. But the only thing I did see is that she was hobbling, coming down, and then having to hop to get out of the arena, out back in the hallway. And with ESPN, we have cameras everywhere. And just seeing the amount of pain that she was in, I was heartbroken. And really had to gather myself for, you know, what we were going to talk about post game because I know the work that Chelsea has put in all the way back from the injuries that she suffered in college to play at the level of where she was and especially being the MVP of last year's finals. Now I was praying that it was something that she could come back for, for today, but with Without her, with her not being able to play, I was heartbroken for her because I know how bad she wants this. Yeah, yeah, just, uh, just treacherous to to see. But you know the the um, demeanor that she's had, along with Kia Stokes, has been so positive. And you know this, uh, just like I do, that she is the floor leader. She's the team leader, not just on the floor, but on that bench in the locker room. And Becky is always joking with us, saying, "Hey, Chelsea's the real coach." So you still have that element alive here. But how does Becky handle this situation tonight? Because this could not happen at the, mo- at the worst possible time. Here you are. Granted, you're up two games to one, but you're in a place where you haven't win, haven't won yet this regular season, in this finals as well, too. It's been a house of horrors in this building against a phenomenal team. How does Becky handle this lineup and this situation going forward tonight? Have you met Becky Hammond? Yeah. She thrives in this like there is she's got stuff in her back pocket i'm gonna tell you nothing nothing has ever come easy for becky from the time of being an undrafted player so really being the underdog is the most comfortable position she could be in i talked to her day before yesterday and she said and cover your ears but i love this bleep because This is like, um, you know, some some people like to get a Sudoku book and solve things. Well, that's how Becky looks at this situation. Okay, yeah, you don't have Chelsea Gray. Then she finds out she's not going to have Kia Stokes. You know what I get to do now? I get to junk up some defenses. I need. I get to throw some some tricks for me. And the thing about the New York Liberty, what are they scouting? Because they have no idea exactly. what right. the Aces are going to do tonight. That element of surprise is so huge for the Aces. They need to take advantage of that because if this goes to the fifth game, this gives New York an opportunity to adjust. If they can take care of a business in game four, then it doesn't work. It doesn't matter who's available for Friday night. Hey, we've always heard the term. Hey, you know, it's you can always steal a game, right? 
And it's, you got 40 minutes. And in my opinion, you don't even need to steal 40 minutes tonight. If you can steal like maybe 29 or 30 minutes and Asia Wilson can be, you know, Superwoman again and you can get the production out of Jackie Young and Kelsey Plum, which you got in those first two games, specifically game two, the Aces still could pull this thing off. The depth has always been a question. We get that. But real quick before I let you go, what about Kayla George? Who is that X factor? We know Alicia Clark more than likely probably in the starting lineup tonight, but you're going to have to have Sydney Colson contribute. You're going to need Kayla George to contribute and maybe even Elena Coates. What do you think, Coach? Well, I think that Kayla George is going to have to be huge, specifically defensively, because she brings the size that the Aces do not have not having Kia on the floor. But she also, Kayla George is a three-point threat. And I think that starting could be a plus for her because she can get in the rhythm early as opposed to sitting on the bench and then when she comes in, have to warm up. The thing that Kayla doesn't need to do is try to do more than necessary, but to play. And one of the focuses for the Aces tonight is different from on Sunday where it was quick shooting the basketball, free-flowing you know, get to that sixth, seventh pass within the offense. And Kayla George is a tremendous passer. Yep. And as sweet as she is with that Australian accent, <laughs> Kayla George is big. She is big and mean. And she's strong, too. And she's too. physical inside, and she don't back down from anybody. So she's going to have to bring some muscle for the Aces tonight. What about the mindset of uh, from a player's perspective here? Because she hasn't started a game all season long, and now you're th- thrown in to a starting lineup tonight in game three of the final, game four of the finals, and you got a body up against John Quell Jones or Brianna Stewart. Look, Kayla's an experienced player, one of the top players in the WNBL in Australia, and which are playing against some of the greatest players in the world. She's also had experience playing against USA basketball. So this is not anything new. Uh, she's prepared for this. She always talks about, listen, I just want to be ready when my number's called. Yep. And that's part of professional sports. And you're going to demonstrate either you are ready to be here or maybe you're in over your head. Yeah. But I think these players are ready to, to answer the challenge. I know you're ready for the TV side. We'll let you go. Carolyn, always appreciate uh, talking with you and seeing you. All right, and, TC. Uh, maybe, maybe we'll be celebrating later. You never know. I'm trying to figure out how when I'm on the set, how I can get connected to your radio broadcast so I can hear the boom, chicka, locka, 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 boom. <laughs> I, I can give you that information. We can, we can give you the link. There you go. All right, and share TC. that with your, your ESPN sisters up there. I will do it. All Thank right, you, girl. TC. Great seeing you. Carolyn Peck, one of the best. And, of course, does the television side for the Las Vegas Aces uh, during the course of the regular season and part of the ESPN national broadcast. She uh, will be in the studio.